0: so much noise, so many distractions, so much confusion, and it's not getting any less. It's such a beautiful thing to unplug from all the world's foolishness and separate apart unto God and His beautiful book to meditate upon His precepts. In this place is found perfect peace. Isaiah the prophet penned these God-authored words in chapter 26, verse 3, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. In the midst of mayhem, the redeemed always find this place of sublime rest. Jesus said in Matthew 11:28 through 30 Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This marvelous place is only frequented by God's children, the born-again. Dear visitor, have you been born again? Do you yearn for cleanness of spirit and for the quiet place of the presence of God? Will today be the day All your sin and shame is washed away by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Will today be your day where all, as in every single one of Satan's bondages, are broken? Today can be the best day of your life and imagine that tomorrow will be even better. Choose Jesus Christ, the King of Glory, and live forever. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the Kingdom of God. Now, for today's subject, God said Genesis 1-1, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God said Proverbs chapter 30 verses 5 and 6, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. Add thou not unto His words, lest He reprove thee and thou be found a liar man said, according to the headline in Popular Science in the fall 2018 issue, bananas, your cousin? Maybe. Now the record. Psalms 2, verse 1, Why do the heathen rage, and the people imagine a vain thing? Why does the carnal mind rage against the God of the Bible? Jesus said in John chapter 3 that it's because their deeds are evil, and they don't want exposed by the light this indictment is surely true. On God said, man said, you will find the principle of the 180. A circle has 360 degrees, and at the 180-degree marker, you are at exact opposites. Some examples on how the 180 principle works would include God is light, Satan is darkness, God is love, Satan is hate, God is life, Satan is death. God is peace, Satan is turmoil, God is faith, Satan is unbelief, God is eternal life, Satan is eternal damnation. God said we were created in his image. Satan said we began as slime. God said the earth is just over 6,000 years old. Satan said the earth is 4.6 billion years old. It's the 180, the same measure, but opposite ends of the yardstick. This feature will address once again, and for at least 100 times on God said man said, the age of the earth and its universe, certifying beyond a reasonable doubt the bona fides of God's holy Bible, every jot and tittle. When the world is viewed from the mountains of empirical data, it is obvious that we live on a very young earth. But in order to pacify the fear and dread of death— and the consequences of facing an angry God, carnal man must construct another way, regardless of how implausible that way is. The latest genetic research in humans and other life forms is once again creating the need for evolutionists to find the tall grass. When viewed through the lens of cold, hard facts instead of theories of unbelief, the God of the Bible is vindicated. R. W. Carter and J. K. Leitner penned the following paragraph in the spring 2016 issue of the Creation Research Society Quarterly, under the heading, Human Genetic Data Affirms Biblical History on Many Levels and is Excellent Resource for Creation-Based Research. The excerpt reads, Some have claimed that modern genetic data is at odds with biblical history. Yet closer examination reveals that the opposite is true. In terms of the origin of humanity, genetic data support the fact that all humans alive today can trace their ancestry back to a single male and a single female. When evolutionary assumptions are discarded and actual observable mutation rates are used, the molecular clock indicates that those individuals lived within a biblical time frame. Analysis of the human mitochondrial data reveals three major mitochondrial lineages which appear to point to the three daughters-in-law of Noah. The Y-chromosome distribution pattern supports a single paternally-based dispersion, as expected by the Babel event. Carter and Leitner continue. Genetic variants that are widespread must have arisen early in human history genetic variants that are very rare are much more likely to be young mutations. Interestingly, recent analysis by evolutionists have revealed that most protein-coding variants appear to be of very recent origin. Again, even though evolutionary assumptions were used in the estimates, the findings are consistent with the biblical historical parameters. Interestingly, it was the evolutionists to uncover genetic evidence of a single woman, mitochondrial Eve, and a single man, Y-chromosome Adam, founding the human race. They also uncovered evidence of a severe population bottleneck from which they construct their out-of-Africa model. These genetic situations are more consistent with the creation model than with evolution. Evolutionists placed a time frame of when mitochondrial Eve lived by assuming common ancestry between humans and chimps and the evolutionary time scale. However, when measured mutation rates in mitochondrial DNA were used, Eve was calculated to have lived around 6,000 years ago. Of course, the evolutionists do not accept this time frame, so they have sought ways around the implications. More recent in-depth analysis of mitochondrial DNA has upheld this biblical time frame from humans and found the same pattern in other organisms as well. The human Y chromosome is remarkably similar among all humans, and the mutation rate is so slow it is difficult to detect. This is consistent with the biblical account where Noah would have passed his Y chromosome on to his three sons, Less than 5,000 years ago. Yet the chimpanzee Y chromosome is radically different from the human Y, which is a challenge for evolutionists to explain even then they're in their extended time frame. If humans and chimps had a common ancestor several million years ago, evolutionists are forced to propose that the Y chromosome mutated incredibly fast. But if all human males have very similar Y chromosomes, and they do, Y chromosome Adam must have lived a very short time ago. Either way, this is not consistent with evolutionary predictions. In contrast, this fits well with the biblical history of humans being created separately from all other animals. The human genetic data is remarkably consistent with the biblical record. There is evidence that all humans trace their ancestry back to a single male and female Adam and Eve. Genetic evidence points to a severe bottleneck, a dramatic decrease in population size as we would expect from the flood. Outside of Africa, there are three major lineages of mitochondrial DNA that would correspond to Noah's three daughters-in-law, yet there is a single worldwide lineage of Y chromosome that came from Noah through his three sons. Inside of Africa, the rare sequences are also the most deviant. In other words, the out of Africa theory is based on statistical outliers. There is evidence of a single dispersion by families according to paternity, which corresponds well to the Babel event. When evolutionary assumptions are dropped and actual mutation rates are used, these events are within the biblical time frame. End of quotes. The research continues in the September 2018 issue of Acts and Facts, and the results again aren't good for the anti-God crowd. The following excerpts are from Doctor of Genetics' J.P. Tompkins' feature, Genetic Research Keeps Confirming a Recent Creation. Scientists have been fascinated with the idea of measuring changes in the DNA of humans and other organisms To come up with a genetic clock that calculates how long a species has existed. There are basically two ways to do this. One method is hypothetical and speculative, while the other is empirical. Interestingly, the empirical approach is yielding huge amounts of data that fits perfectly with the Genesis account of origins. The empirical method of developing a genetic clock simply involves measuring the amount of DNA variation in a single type of creature. In humans, this is done by measuring the DA variation in large families from babies to great-grandparents. In lab animals like fruit flies, the process is applied over many generations. When these rates are extrapolated using pragmatic timelines like generational length of population demographics, the results are not only fairly accurate and practical, but highly unsupportive of evolution and its deep-time assumptions. Both secular and creationist researchers have employed the empirical method of developing genetic clocks and have achieved a similar outcome, dates of creature origins, well within the biblical time frame of 6,000 years." This research has involved the genetic analysis of humans, fruit flies, water fleas, and roundworms. A massive new genetic study by secular scientists analyzed the DNA of over 100,000 animal species using about 5 million DNA sequences. Researchers at the Rockefeller University and the University of Basel found that the amount of DNA variation among humans was about the same as that observed for each of the many animal species they studied. They also discovered that each kind of creature was genetically distinct, having clear genetic boundaries. When the researchers extrapolated this data into the time frames of origins— they discovered that about 90% of all animal life was roughly the same very recent age, a complete contradiction of evolutionary expectations. Mark Stokel, the other study author, remarked, it is more likely that at all times in evolution, the animals alive at that point arose relatively recently. According to evolution." Animals have progressively arisen over a half billion years, not all at once in recent time. The only historical record we have of a recent sudden origin of the diversity of life with distinct genetic boundaries reproducing after their kind is in the opening chapters of the book of Genesis. The Bible's account is vindicated by science once again. End of quotes. The more truth discovered, the more truth is vindicated. Yet, discovery or not, God's truth is always the truth, always. Six-thousand-year-old earth? Of course! Choose truth and live. God said, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, God said, Proverbs 35 and 6, every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Man said, according to the headline in Popular Science in the fall 2018 issue, Bananas, your cousin? Maybe. Now you have the record.